we're continuing the study, as we said before, and as we've been doing for a few weeks, a few, almost how long has it been now? Uh, few months with, with Joshua. Uh, and we're closing in, as we said before, towards the end of the, of the book. And uh, as we said, you know, since chapter 13, that was the, 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 the change of, of pace uh, of, of the text itself. Chapter 13, we said that uh, Joshua, uh, as it says, Joshua became a uh, growing age and uh, was uh, tired. And then the Lord said, okay, now it's time for you to, to start to divide the land, to divide the land. And as you were saying, it's time for you to uh, still, there is, too many lands to acquire yet, and he after listing all the all the list of these places, but then he goes, you know what? I am the one who will give it to you. So just you know, enjoy what I'm doing with you, right? And start to to divide and cast a lot and divide the land. And then we 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 went through the encounter of Caleb. That was the last time, Caleb, and then later on, uh, Aksha, Aksa, uh, his daughter. And Caleb in chapter 14, where he says that, uh, you know, after 40, 40 years, and he was 45, and then after 40 years, uh, he's 85 years, and he's still the same strength and going in and out and able to fight and able to, 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 to uh, hold on to the promise and to say, this is what you have promised me and I want this and I'm willing to take this back and I'm willing to, to fight again in order to take it as, as the promise. And then um, we, we, chapter 15, we said from, from pretty much from 13 till 20 is the, the, the cast and the lots and the maps and the division, and the division of, the, of the land. And with all this, we, we, we were talking about the, the importance of how <coughs> relevant that is for us. Again, for, for, for several reasons. One of, of the reason is again, how to, to, to uh, be aware that we have an inheritance, we need to do what to take and to capture that inheritance and we take it for ourselves. And knowing also that through this process, there are always ups and downs, as we, as we said before, there are things that we need to, to, to uh, know about and to be aware of. Um, after, after Caleb, we, you go on again and to see that there is the, the, the story of his daughter. Did we talk about this last time or not? I cannot quite remember. I think we did, right? We talked about this. So with this also, you go on to another, what we call that, that uh, thirst to get more and more. She was given a piece of land and then she, with, with her uh, vision, with her spiritual uh, view of things, she said, this is not enough. Piece of land that will dry at one point is not nothing. It's nothing. So give me what, give me the blessing, give me the water. And he said that I will give you the upper and the lower one. And then you go on with this also again, again, till chapter 18 that, that uh, has a very, very interesting uh, encounter, encounter. We'll stop at chapter 18 at one point now, and then <laughs> we'll stop again uh, at chapter uh, 20, where he talks again about the, the cities of refuge, and then we'll move on, as we said. As we said, from, from this time on, the, 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 the main uh, pace of the text is dividing the land and taking the land, right? 
with all the details of that. And through this, so we're not, we're not confused. Through this, you'll find certain encounters that shows us exactly how God is looking at this process and how important the process is. And how that is very, very, very good lesson for ourselves. That as we were talking about, and as we, all, we said from the beginning, that Joshua in the Old Testament <coughs> equals Ephesians in the New Testament, the spiritual blessings, all the wealth, all the inheritance that we have, and whether we are able to take and to, to, to acquire this and take hold of this or not. Chapter 18 goes on to a very, very uh, different setup. And it has, it, 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 it in, 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 in a very, very, very simple language, it describes a very, very, very modern problem. In a very simple language, it describes a very modern problem. Let's read it and see exactly what that is, and then go on uh, and, and see what kind of lessons we get from this. Joshua 18, uh, I'll read from one. Then the whole congregation of the people of Israel assembled at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there. The land lay subdued before them. There remained among the people of Israel seven tribes whose inheritance had not yet been appointed. Apportioned, sorry. So Joshua said to the people of Israel, how long will you put off going to, the, to take possession of the land, which the Lord, the God of your fathers has given you? Provide three men from each tribe and I will send them out that they may set out and go up and down the land. They shall write a description of it with a, with a view of their inheritance and then come to me. They shall divide it into seven portions. Judah shall continue his territory in the south and the house of Joseph shall continue in the territory of the north. And then goes on and on and on with the more and more description of it. What is the problem here? What's happened? What's happened? If you remember, we said that this whole process took about how, how, how many years? About seven years, exactly. So till that point, Joshua, the commander, the leader, the general noticed what, what's happening. They're not moving. Seven out of the 12 doing what? Nothing, <laughs> not, not doing anything. Not doing anything, right? So Shiloh is, <coughs> again, excuse me, where, where was the, 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 the tent was, and again, we know from later on that this not the final place of the tent. The final place later on was in Jerusalem. That didn't happen to the time of David, right? But that was the place that were the tent supposed to be at that time, right? And we see here from the beginning that the whole congregation of the people of Israel assembled at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting. The whole congregation, including whom? Including the the seven, including the, including the seven who didn't want to go and take possession of the land, right? Which, what does that tell us? Not just scared, scared is one part, but that's not the problem. That's not the main problem. What is the main problem here? Not hungry for it. Okay. Yes. Or carelessness, okay? Another thing, what, what, what is that? Laziness, okay. While they're doing what? They're worshiping, right? 
So they're doing the things from the outside. Then the whole congregation of the people of Israel assembled at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there, the land that subdued before them. So they are willing and able to do what? To gather around the tent, right? And perform what they can call what? Whatever worship that is, right? But when it comes to the point of going and fighting and taking action to, to, to acquire the land, these, they're, they're not doing anything, right? There's a term of that that we use a lot in the modern days. It's called what? When you know that there is something that you can do, but you're not doing it. You're not able to do it because of whatever reason. It's called what? Hmm? Something else. Another, another, another term is what? Despondency. Despondency. Exactly. We talked about that before. Despondency is not responding. So instead of responding to an action, you are... I know that I should go and take the land, but I'm not going to, to do it. Why do you think? Another term of that is what we call war tiredness, war sickness. I'm, 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 I'm tired of fighting, right? I'm tired of being in a battle all the time, right? And at one point, I know that I still have to take this. And also when I take it, I know that it's promised for me, but you know what? I'm not gonna do it despondency very 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 dangerous mindset and dangerous status why do you think they had that despondency okay half of Manessa Okay. So number one is loss of vision. You don't know what we're fighting for. Okay. What am I doing this? I keep fighting. I keep saying I have to pray. I have to read the Bible. I have to keep myself clean. I have to keep myself pure. I have to love. But then, what am I? Why am I doing this? Okay. It becomes very tiring. So I'm not going to do it anymore. Okay. What else? Reason for despondency. Just being comfortable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not 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 getting or not pushing ourselves to get out of our comfort zone. This is fine for me. And I'm living this way. And here we are. And again, the shiro is there. The tent is there. We go and worship. So what's wrong with that? Right? So you're finding something to tell you that you are doing good. Right? And you settle for this. Remember, this just came after the story of Aksa. Remember? See, see the difference as you're talking about this. Right? That she had a land. She had a promise. She acquired it, she took it, but she had that visual and spiritual vision that she said, this is not enough. I want more. And when she asked for more, she was received everything, the upper and the lower. Right? So laziness or not having the vision or not being or being comfortable in our comfort zone. What else? Okay, <clears throat> so not trusting the promise that they are going to win and going to be able to acquire the land. So fear or not trusting the final or the promise of the Lord. Okay, okay.
Do you see that happening with us? Right? Yes. Yes, yes, right? Do you see that the same thing again? And, and, and you hear the, 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 the message and the question from Joshua, how long will you stay, what? Put off, going. Put off is actually, you know, the, 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 the meaning here is even more, you know, when you read the, the original, is more uh, from, the, the word is mitrafim, mutarachin in Arabic. Mitrafim, which the, the word itself is, is, is more of uh, uh, sinking down. So it's not just not doing anything. No, you're actually doing what? You're, you're getting worse and worse. So you're not just being, being, being idle, not, not, not acquiring what you have, but you're actually sinking down. The sink, that drop, right? Abandon. So, so the word itself is more, more, more and more uh, stronger than just not being able to move on and to take, right? And that's a very, very important concept in our spiritual life. If we're not fighting in order to take, we are, we're not staying idle. We're doing what? We're sinking down, right? And I think we all know that. We all experience that, right? During the time that we're like, we're relaxed, right? We're not actually relaxed. So Joshua here, the commander, the leader, comes with that very, very hard, if it may, if I may say that, but it's not hard, it's actually out of love, right? How long will you put off going to take possession of the land? I think this question is is is, is crucial question for all of us in our spiritual life. Right? How long will you put off to take possession? Like what else? You cross the river, you fought the, the fight. I am with you. I'm always giving you the promises, always giving you everything. And here you are, you're sitting, and you just have one more step to go and fight and possess the land, but you're not doing it. How? Definitely. Definitely. Definitely, it, 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 and that, that exactly came in, in Joshua's plan for them to fight that despondency. So if you read, if you continue the story, you see that's exactly what happened. What did he do? He appointed what? Three men out of, the, out of each tribe. So have how many men? 21, three times seven. And what did he ask him to do? Survey. <laughs> the vision. Go and see the land, not just see the land, write down everything. Go and, and inquire, go and see, go and, and tell me. And then he goes and come back to me. Come back to me. Joshua, as you said, he's a prototype of the Lord, of Jesus, right? So when he, when he tells them, provide three men from each tribe, and I will send them out that they may set out and go up and down the land. They shall write a description of it with a view <coughs> to their inheritance and then come to me and then come to me so he is the center he is the reference he is the one to report to but go and find figure out go and see what you have go and see how good it is parts are dangerous parts are again valleys and hills as we said right write it down 
I have a plan. What we do is we don't have a plan or we don't even write down anything. What we do is we stay, you know, again, very busy with everything that we do. And we are so, uh, 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 our minds are so clouded from even seeing and knowing what are we fighting for. And we're sitting and we're not taking that opportunity to take and possess the land. And thinking we are good, but actually, as we said from the description itself, we are not good, we are sinking down. So in order to fight this, go and see exactly what we have. Go and, and, and put some effort. The fathers of the church put too many uh, 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 thoughts and contemplation about the three men, the three men. You know, some of them said it's the, it's the body, the spirit, and the soul. Some of them said it's the, 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 the mind, the action, and the word. Some of them said it's the love, it's the intention, it is the willingness. So you can, you can talk about those three men in, in a different way, but definitely it's, it's a typology of the holistic view of the man in order to acquire. But get, basically what he's saying is get yourself together. <laughs> Select everything and find everything, and and in order to be able to get out of the despondent of the despondency, you know, figure it out basically. Right? Our another part of our problem is when we are fighting with only one view, right? Sometimes we're very emotional. Okay, we come to a Bible study, we hear very good voices, very good messages, very good things, and then we get so emotional. Said, so, okay, let's go and fight the fight. Right? Well, it's not enough. Emotions are good, but, that, but it's not enough. Some of us are very, very, very realistic, right? And we'll figure out in just one view. We'll just, you know what, it makes sense. It sounds right. You know what, I will go and figure out what shall I do. And I will be able to do this and this and this and write a schedule for myself. Okay, very good. But there is something else missing. <laughs> So that's why when he said the three men were described the holistic person and holistic worship, he's trying to say, okay, get involved, wholly involved in that. How are you going to inspire the tribe in order to get, let them go and fight? Three men from each tribe go survey the land, write the land, describe the land, and don't forget that you have to go and do what? Report to Joshua at that. And again, you can see how the text takes all those side notes, right? Side exits. Like you're going, the description, the names, and the land, and then wait a minute. We'll pause here for a minute because there's something that's very, very important that's happening, and there's, there's a huge lesson in that. Right? Seven of the of the twelve. Seven of the twelve said, "No, we're we're fine." And Joshua has said, "No, what? How long will you put off this?" And I think it's 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 very very dangerous. As I said before, I I I, I love this quote. It said it's it's a, it's a it's a tragedy that we do when we do everything outside of the heart, even our prayer. Outside of the heart, we're just doing things, but we're not really. We're not, it's not from the heart. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy because we don't really, if it's not from the heart, we don't know what are we doing. And then at one point we'll sit the legs and we'll not be able to move on and to take the possession. Okay. But again, when he said three men, right? Get, let me get myself together. 
everything. You know, as we said before, the, 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 the where, what, and why, we always forget the why, right? How we can do it, right? What are we doing? Where can we do it? But the why is the big question. And as we said, you know, before, everything starts with the, with the why. Why are you doing this? Go, and, go, and, go and, 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 and survey the land and see what we have there. And then he gave them, he gave them three or four, four, four verbs, four actions. What are they in verse four? In verse four, what are they? Pro provide three men from each tribe, and I, and I will send them out that they may do what? Number one? Hmm? <coughs> what? Set up, yaqumu, first thing, right? I will send them that they should rise and go through, rise, rise. In, in another translation here, that they may set out, rise, right? Number one. Number two, walk, go through the land, right? Here it says that they may set out and go up and down the land. Halak in Hebrew. Halak means you, you go up and down. When you go up and down, meaning what? Not counting. You're actually, you're, 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 you're experiencing the whole land. You're not just going up and down as because you're, you're bored. <laughs> no. Right? You're, you're, you're surveying, you're experiencing every depth of the relationship. But first rise. Boom. <laughs> right? Get up. Enough sitting on the couch. That's what he's saying. Rise, number one. Number two, walk back and forth. The actual word, again, is, is very important in the text, which is halak, uh, uh, which is, again, as we said, which means going to go and to come, to depart, to proceed, to move, right? The irony of the language also it means to die and to live. <laughs> so be involved in the land. Die in the land, live in the land. Manner of life. So it's not just go up and down. The word is so deep. This word is very important in the, in the, in the, in the Hebrew Bible. Walk in the commandments, right? To walk in the commandments, meaning to, to, to be part of it, to live that life. So he gave them, number one, to say, to do what? To rise. Number two, to walk. Number three is to do what? Survey. What is survey meaning? Write it down. In order to write down, what do you do? Reporting. You're noticing. You're taking making a record of things. Katab, to write, to record, to enroll, to inscribe, to engrave. All those meanings are very important to register. Okay? Again, why should I go and fight? Unless I rise, unless I walk and live, unless I record what's happening. How is the Lord dealing with me? What do I have? Am I taking account, I'm taking record of every time the Lord is walking with me and doing something with me or not? Or everything, by chance today, something. No, there is no chance, right? 
Our life is not by chance. Everything is planned. And everything is for a purpose. And everything is for us to get out of that despondency. When I see that God is working with me in every single step, right? Something has to move inside me. Definitely along with, with the work of the Holy Spirit. So those four things or three things so far, they are not just describing a, 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 <coughs> a situation, right? To rise, to walk, to write, or to record, or to engrave. And the last thing is to do what? And to report to me. Yes. Return to me the actual work to come, to enter, to enter to my presence, right? Because maybe I'll go and walk into the land, into the promises that I have, and I will see, like, I don't think this is happening, right? As I was in Egypt, I'm visiting one of the, of the elders, and it was like, you know, he's, 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 he's aging, and he's getting to the point of, I don't know if all this makes sense or not. You know, how when the devil starts to actually get into the mind of, of, of us and start to doubt everything. And as we progress in our life and our age, we come to a point like, is there even a reason for that? It's amazing how devil till the last minute is trying to steal and try to make us doubt whether like, is really there, there is devil? I was talking to him like, and he, I start a, a verse and he, he, he's very, very well uh, 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 knowledge and, 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 and knows the, the, the scripture. So I started uh, saying, you know, Second Corinthians 10, that our fight is not, and he just like finished the whole thing. It was, but, but I don't know if that's true or not. It's dangerous. And devil is not stopping from stealing somebody from the hand of the Lord till the last moment. That's why he said, come back to me again. Because when you go and see the land and when you go and see the, 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 the ups and downs and when you go and see those things, yes, you can be encouraged, but you can doubt also. So even if you doubt, take your doubt and bring your doubt to whom? To me. Don't take your doubt somewhere else. Don't take it with yourself and start to think more and more and more and try to find a reasonable solution because you won't. Rise, walk, write, and come back. And come back. I think those four steps are very, very important to get out of the despondency that we can easily get into right can easily get into but i know that i should go i know that this is my inheritance i know that i should fight with god i can't do it and all i can do is just gather with the congregation and worship which is fine no it's not fine because you still have a land to possess so Bring 
your whole <laughs> entity. Bring your mind, bring your spirit, bring your soul, bring your words, bring your, 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 your action, bring everything, whatever trinity that you can reflect on as the three men. Bring it together. Yes, Albert. Yes. Yes. They don't want to fight. Right? Yes. It, it again the point of of not just uh, practical the point the point of a comfortable worship. Like we come and we do those things, but we, we don't have to fight. Right? We'll see more and more of this when we get to chapter twenty with the major <coughs> issue uh, or twenty two. with the major issue between the three or the two and a half uh, tribes and the rest of the people, right? But then going back again to this, to this particular encounter here, because it's, it's important to, to, again, to learn from it, what's happening, right? So Joshua said, go and divide the land and do this and come back to me. And then he, he went on with, with the details more and more of that. But look at verse 8 where it says, so the men arose and went, again, rise and go, rise and walk. The men arose and went. And Joshua charged those who went to write the description of the land, saying, go up and down again in the land and write a description and return to me. And I will cast lots for you here before the Lord in Shiloh. So the same order again. They rose and they went, right? But he is continuing the, the order of make sure to go to Halak, to go up and down and to write a description of and return back to me. So the men went and passed up and down in the land and wrote in a book of a description of it by towns in seven divisions. Then they came to Joshua to the camp at Shiloh. And Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord and there Joshua apportioned the land to the people of Israel to each his portion. Okay, so one very important Story here is the story of the seven tribes who, because of their despondency, were not able to or did not want to continue. And again, we see how Joshua dealt with this by sending the three men of each tribe and go and ask them for those four specific actions to be done and to return back to him. And then you start to allot the, the, the thing again. And then goes on chapter 19, pretty much the same uh, description of, of, the, of the dividing the land and, and, and the lots and everything. And then we'll jump to chapter 20. Any questions so far in this part before, as we said before, we're just like from now on, we're gonna go fast a little bit on a fast pace because there is, again, it's all description of the land. I'm not saying it's not important, it's very important, but we, we kind of get the sense of what's happening, right? And we're, we're stopping at those major parts, major encounters through that part of, or through the process of dividing the land in order to see exactly what is, or what can stop that process. 
Yes. Remember, in the during the process of of of, of dividing the land, there were two two methods. One is the lot, and one is the actual map and dividing, right? So, but but from the beginning, the point is even from the beginning, they knew what they have, right? And from the beginning, they have a, a, a survey of the whole land, what to do and where to go, right? But at one point, you know, for the seven, at one point, they just like either they forgot about it, they didn't believe it, they didn't know, they needed more and more <coughs> information. But but you see that that again the the, the idea of of re reinforcement of the 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 reason again why are we doing this right because then when he when they brought back everything and then the the uh, if you look at at uh, In verse 10, we just read in 18.10 that he, uh, Joshua, after this, uh, cast the lots, right? Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord, and there Joshua apportioned the land to the people of Israel to each this portion. Okay? So the process was continuing. At one point, the, you know, if you go to the beginning of the chapter, that uh, there remained among the people of Israel seven tribes whose inheritance had not yet been apportioned, right? So they were supposed to work with him and go and see which part and let's take this, but they didn't, right? And that's the that's the beauty of this is actually the job of the leader, right? So you didn't and you're not able to go, okay, maybe as you're saying, maybe you, you still don't know what, what to do, which part to go to, I will help you, I will help you. But that was still your job. Because from the beginning, go into the promised land and go and start move on in order to to take that, right? So you see the big, big, big uh, role here of Joshua as the leader that is actually helping them, right? So he's not only kind of, of, of being harsh and like, how long will you take? But also, okay, you're still there. Okay, you want some help? I'll give you some help. I'll give you the advice. Here's what you're supposed to do, right? Because that was part of their job. They didn't need Joshua to do that. Like, what, what are we doing here? Why did we cross the Jordan, right? This land is yours and then go and do that. So as a leader, he said, okay, what, let's do let I'll give you more clarification, more detailed steps to do that. Yes, yes. 
definitely definitely you know the the whole process of of the of the uh the layout of the of the tribes as you've seen before is is for a reason 100% you know based on the number and based on the on the willingness and the ability to uh, to do this yes with this we move on to to another part that is very important also which is the 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 cities of the refuge the cities of the refuge and as we said and as we talked about the cities of the or the Levitical cities. Remember how many cities were they? Forty-eight, I think, or forty-two. Forty-two and six of them, or forty-eight, six of them are the 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 refuge, right? Yes, yes. So we'll we'll, we'll uh, the refuges is or the cities of refuge are are, are mentioned in Exodus, mentioned in Numbers, and definitely mentioned here also in uh, in Joshua. The, 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 the concept is very, very, very simple. But let's read it again because it's important to, to, to see how that, and as you said, it's not just a story that we are hearing and listening, but it's actually a very uh, important uh, lesson for all of us here, for all of us. As we said from before, that the, the, the problem if somebody is, is committing a crime that according to the law that the person will be killed stoned right if anybody killed somebody you will be killed right right at that time there was no also system for investigation right or asking you know the the details or everything so god put this system as as protection he appointed six cities, three on each side, and they're all from running distance from each other. And they're all pretty much on a hill that they are very obvious, very obvious, right? And to the point that he even gave them the order early on how to prepare the roads and to prepare the signs to get to that refuge. Why? Because if I kill somebody, again, whether that is uh, accidental or not, you know, in order to find some time for the investigations, everything, and before somebody would come and kill me, as the law is saying, I need to hide somewhere. I need to find the refuge, right? So we'll go and and uh, sit in 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 those find the city, right, and hide in it. And then the elders of the city will do what? We'll start the investigation process. What happened? What happened? They ask and do this and this. If they find that that person was guilty, he would be killed. If he's not guilty, he will remain in the city of refuge, right? Away from the avenger who is coming in order to, to, to revenge. No, the avenger is the one who's coming to kill. That's the avenger, right? And he would still, he would sit there Till the time of the high priest's death, right? Once he's dead, he's dead. The high priest at that time is dead. Then you are free to go out, right? You know, the analogy is very, very clear, right? That we all need a refuge with some actual uh, 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 paradox, if I may say that, right? Because in the story of the of the 
cities of refuge, the person who will be saved is the person that is what is innocent, right? If we talk about God, our Lord Jesus is the city of refuge, we come to him as innocent or as guilty? As guilty, right? But we find in him that refuge, right? And more and more and more as we will go through it now, the meanings of those cities are very, very important. Very important. Each one of them is very important. Each one of them has an actual, uh, actually it makes sense of how we can find that refuge and how we can find it. So let's read the text first of all, and uh, maybe, maybe dig in a little deeper in that. Joshua 20. Then the Lord said to Joshua, say to the people of Israel, appoint the cities of refuge of which I spoke to you through Moses, that the, man, that the manslayer who strikes any person without intent or unwillingly may flee there. They shall be for you a refuge from the avenger of blood. Okay. And again, as we read this, you can 100% you can relate how that is for us, right? With few differences here that we run not as innocent, but run as guilty, but still able to find refuge, right? And knowing that the avenger of blood, which is devil, is always trying to accuse us and trying to set us down. And, and he shall flee to one of these cities and shall stand to the entrance of the gate of the city and explain his case to the elders of the city. Then they shall take him into the city and give him a place, and he shall remain with them. The acceptance. The acceptance. When we run to the Lord, we are accepted, right? Regardless. Regardless. In order to run, just to, to visualize things, actually in order, okay, I committed a murder, right? And I have two options. If, say I have a family or have belongings or have a piece of land or I have something, okay? If I need to, to run for my life, literally run for my life, I have to do what? Leave everything. Leave everything. But how about my, like, well, it's up to you, right? If you don't want to leave, you know what's going to happen to you, right? So there is a refuge, but that refuge has a what? Has a price. As a price that you have to leave in order to find the refuge. Well, can I take my land with me? No, you don't take this land. That's why it's a city by itself. You have to abide by the borders and by the orders and by everything that's in that city of refuge. <clears throat> he shall flee to one of these cities and shall stand at the gate, at the entrance of the gate of the city, and explain to his case his case to the elders of the city. Then they shall take him into the city and give him a place. They are, they are required to give him a place. They don't say, okay, stay outside till we find out if you are, no, no, no. You reach the city of the refuge and you're running and you're tired and you're afraid and you are anxious and you're scared and you're lonely and you're guilty will take you in, will find you a place. Will find you a place. And he shall remain with them. And if the avenger of blood pursues him, they shall not give up the, the manslayer into his hand, 
because he struck his neighbor unwillingly and did not hate him in the past. And he shall remain in that city until he has stood before the congregation for judgment, until the death of him who is high priest at that time. Then the manslayer who may return to his own town and his own home to the town from which he fell. So they set apart. Kadesh, <clears throat> which means <clears throat> holy place, Quddus, Kadesh, Quddush, a city in the extreme south of Judah. So the first one is holy as a refuge. And Shekim, Shekim is Shekem, which is the shoulder. So not only a holy place, but also what? A shoulder. What does a shoulder do as, as a refuge? Cry on. And what else? Lean on. We have the shoulder to lean on. Shekim in the land. And Kiryat Arba, Kiryat Arba, which is what? Kiryat Arba, which is another name of Hebron. Hebron is, is actually a fellowship. Fellowship. So again, you need, you need the fellowship in order to find refuge. <coughs> What else? Yes, Hebron is association or fellowship. So you need a, a, a holy place, you need a shoulder, you need a you need fellowship, right? <clears throat> And beyond this is, so this is what, on one side, beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho, they appointed another three. The first one is Betzer, which is remote fortress or a fortress. We need the fortress, right? As a city, we need the fortress, Betzer. And also, it's it's uh, it's uh, another another name of uh, of uh, of uh, gold, right? And so this is the 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 fourth. <clears throat> Ramut or Ramut in Gilad, which is the heights, you need the heights in order to find the refuge. Leave the plane, leave, go up, ascend, ascend. Go up in order to be rescued, right? And finally, 
Golan in Bashan. Golan is actually the the uh, the the rejoicing rejoicing. So you see, all those all those names have a meaning, and they're very important to 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 put the meaning to the city. It's not just haphazard. It's not just like okay, here are some cities, and here's what you're supposed to do. Uh, the actual, actual, sorry, the Golan is actually coming from exile, from Gala, which is exile. So in, again, you need, you need the, the holy place, you need the shoulder, you need the fortress, you need the heights, you need to, to, to exile, you need to feel that you are actually leaving, right? Leaving something or to receive something else. Right? As we said, the, 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 the cities of refuge, you have to run to it and leave everything. Leave your family, leave your life, leave everything in order to actually starting a new life on your own, but accepted and finding a place for you in there. Abuna, can I ask a question about the cities of refuge? Yes, go ahead. Sure. So it seems to me almost a little bit arbitrary why they picked uh, the death of the high priest as the reason for someone to leave the city of refuge. So for example, could the high priest die like three days after the sentence is made? It's, it almost seems like it's by your luck. Um, you know, why didn't they pick something like until the Avenger dies or 10 years or something? <clears throat> Very good question, Bishoy, thank you. Anybody wants to, 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 to comment on that? He can't get inside. The Avenger cannot come inside. So once that that guilty person or the innocent person in this in this part into the refuge city, a city of refuge, the, the, the he's he's protected. So the Avenger will never be able to come inside again. He's not criminal at this point. He he did this by mistake, by accident. Yes. That's the whole point, that he is there because he did it, and he they investigate that he he's done this unintentional. If he's intentionally, he's not in the refuge anymore. He's outside. He's outside. Only the unintentional people are in the refuge in the city of refuge. If they find out that you are, you intentionally kill somebody, then the law has to be fulfilled. You have to die anyway. Yes. Kill the kill they they can they would they would plot against the thing, but without going into all those details, let's figure out as we said in the in the beginning, the book of Joshua is not only just history to kind of like try to figure out that it's all prototype. So when when once you hear the high priest, hundred percent comes to your mind who, the Lord Jesus Christ as the high priest, right, and his death on the cross was the was the price. Right? For everybody else. So his death gave us all the freedom. Right? You can look at it from another side that the hype, the, 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 the person is allowed to get out of the refuge upon the death of the high priest. Our high priest never died. So we're always in the refuge. We're always protected by him. Right? 
So as this is how we read the Old Testament. We find Christ in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament. So without getting into all the literal meanings of what happened and why and why and why, again, that's not the point. Again, we said from the beginning, this is not just a history, right? Why is that city of refuge mentioned three times in the Old Testament? But even more than three times. I think it's four times. Exodus, Numbers, Leviticus, and Joshua, right? It's not just to report that there was this. No, because we're talking about the whole purpose of the scripture is to point at Christ, right? That's why when you go into Hebrews, we have a refuge, right? So you see how the whole text is linked together. He's bringing the shadow into the reality. And that's why we're discussing this today, as if we are in need, which we all are, let's know that we have a city of refuge to hide in. Whether we are disturbed, we are guilty, we are ashamed, we are lost, we are uh, struggling, there is an avenger that's running after us, whatever and whatever we are, let's know and remember that we have a city of refuge. And that city of refuge is holy, that city of refuge is high, that city of refuge is fortress. That refuge is a shoulder, that refuge is an exile. Right? So let's put what we learn into our daily practice, that we have this. When we come every liturgy, when we approach the sacraments every liturgy, that's we're coming into that refuge. Tomorrow's gospel, Psalm is your great refuge to me. Right? So let's, let's understand that, what we have. Because the other way, if we don't have the city of refuge, we'll be either lost on our own, hiding all the time, or we'll be killed. Going back again to a literal story, if that person cannot find the city of refuge, right? In my life, on earth, if I can't find the city of refuge, I am lost or I'm done or I'm hopeless. So why would I live this life while I know that there are cities of refuge or there is the refuge? I think that's the whole point of discussing and studying this. Right? That we know that we have a refuge, we have a solution, we have a place to go to. Right? Honored, hundred percent, hundred, yes, yes. That the Lord, yes. This is this is because how much valuable the the the, the man for God in God's eyes. So I will take care of you, right? I will find the way for you to live, to live. Yes. We're still not saved, we're not saved in Christ, who is the high priest. Exactly. Yes. 100%. 100%. So I think, you know, again, as we said, Joshua is, is declaring all those, uh, 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 all that wealth that we have, right? And even after dividing the land, and even after getting into the promised land, if still something would happen, we have, what? A way to find life again. 
but that doesn't mean that we can again as uh, the seven the seven tribes did doesn't mean that we sit and we said like okay yes we know that we have inheritance but you know what i don't want it i'll just settle by going to shiloh going to the tent with the congregation and worship no no i'm fine because i go to sunday liturgy i'm one between the people i, I pray okay how is my personal life Am I claiming that victory or not? Am I claiming that this land or not? Am I working all the Trinity, whether again, that's mind, soul, body, spirit, whatever you want to call it, into surveying? Am I rising every day? Am I walking and experiencing the land or not? Am I returning back to him or not? Okay. It's like blueprint for our life in order to enjoy the promised land. Enjoy the promised land. So too many things to, 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 to read and to pray about and to uh, reflect on um, in order to, to live the life uh, that we're supposed to live in the promised land, which is right now. We'll move on after this next time with, uh, with uh, again, chapter 21 has, you know, maybe a couple very strong uh, verses towards the end of the chapter and then we'll move on to the problem that happened in chapter 22. Chapter 22 is very, very, very important. And if I may say, very confusing and very subtle, if I may say that also. And, and let's just read it and see. And we need to, to you know, next time we'll, we'll, we'll get into it and we need to be prepared because again, you know, you can read it and say, okay, it's fine. What's the problem? But there's too many things behind and between the lines and between the the, the 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 words uh how it's and what is happening here so let's just leave it till this time and uh, and move on with that Okay, any questions at all? Yes, yes. Yes, it's the word to go to, right? Yes. We said, I mean, we were done with the major things, but every tribe still, you know, you have your lot, but you still have to kind of clean, clean up the, the that portion to make sure that you destroy everything and you are the only inhabitants of this land, right? And that's why, again, you know, in, in many situations, uh, you'll, you'll see that they, they didn't uh, cast out all the enemy, right? And then they, they left there. And you see later on how those remnants of the enemy caused an issue later on because they, they mixed together, right? They did not remove 100%. Okay, let's pray and then we'll, again, we'll just uh, uh, scan chapter 21 and then uh, spend a lot of time in chapter 22 next time. And with that, we'll have 23 and 24 and we'll be uh, closing on Joshua and we'll see what else we will study after this. God, okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Allowing us, Lord, to come to you, Lord, and ask and learn, Lord, from every single word that you're, you're, you're giving us, Lord, in order to uh, 
not to fall into the despondency and just to move and to uh, continue to fight and continue to have the power and have the reason, have the the, the why, Lord, why we're doing this. Lord. Allow us, Lord, to come together, Lord, uh, and to arise and to walk, Lord, and to survey and to write and to come back to you, Lord, with all what we think. Our worries, our excitement, our fear, our doubts, everything, Lord, we come back to you, Lord, as the chief, Lord, and the author of our salvation. Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this time. I pray, Lord, for my brothers and sisters, for those who are with us, Lord, for away, Lord, those who uh, want to leave you, Lord, do not leave them, Lord, those who have uh, no one to remember, Lord, to remember them, Lord, in your goodness, Lord, in your salvation. So prayers of all your saints in your name, Lord, yes, we say our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be them, thy kingdom come. May the love of God, the Father, grace of only begotten Son, the kingdom of spirits. Uh, if you want to stay, we'll have a mini uh, version of the Midnight Praises. Uh, and then, God willing, we will, we're, we've been trying to plan this for a long time, but I think everything has a time. So, uh, um, God willing, uh, from next week, we'll have a full, pretty much, uh, Midnight Praises after the Bible study also. So, uh, it's, it's a beautiful taste and something to... Uh, to get us out of the despondency, being uh, together in mind and spirit, praising the Lord. Uh, tomorrow, liturgy as usual, and then we'll continue the Bible study next Saturday. Okay. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone.